The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out many save the dates? The first Use IMAP to check email on other email spots. clients. Identify Some fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. My name is Benjamin Shapiro, and I'm the executive producer of this podcast. And today, we've got a special technical SEO episode for you, which is going to be hosted by Jeff Atkinson, who's the founder and CEO of Huckabye. Huckabye is a technical SEO platform that automates the process of improving search results to drive more organic traffic and make your website faster. Jeff is a brilliant SEO, and I'm thrilled to invite him to take the mic and share his technical knowledge with you. All right, here is a technical SEO episode of the Voices of Search podcast, guest hosted by Jeff Atkinson, the CEO and founder of Huckabye. Hello, SEOs. My name is Jeff Atkinson, CEO of Huckabye. And this week, we're going to discuss optimizing digital content strategy with UX, SEO, and data metrics. Joining me is Shay Bordeaux, who is a senior manager of SEO at Vivint Smart Home, which delivers an integrated smart home system with in-home consultation, professional installation, and support delivered by its smart home pros, as well as 24-7 customer care and monitoring. Dedicated to redefining the home experience with intelligent products and services, Vivint serves more than 2 million customers throughout the U.S. and Canada. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not, because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings, and AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. 
Yesterday, Shay and I talked about UX and SEO's impact on optimizing strategy. And today we're going to continue the conversation by determining what metrics to track. Okay, here's my conversation with Shay Bordeaux, Senior Manager of SEO at Vivint Smart Home. Shay, I'm really excited to get into this topic with you because I think you have deeper insights than most companies even have access to when it comes to what metrics to track. When you, you know, think about what metrics to track in SEO, the mind sort of first goes to how many keywords do you rank for? How many clicks, you know, a month are you getting? What's your average ranking? You know, what where are the keywords ranking and what positions? Uh, how much revenue is coming? But I know for a fact that Vivint takes this to a whole nother level. Now, a lot of those metrics, you can't really drive any action from them. You're just like looking at them and you're like, great, okay, I, we're down, we're up, we're doing better, we're not doing well. Whereas some of the metrics that you look at are actually actionable, uh, meaning you can take action and improve what's happening and actually impact those metrics that are those success metrics. So would love for you to kind of get into how you think about those metrics that are important. Yeah. So yeah, this is an exciting one for me. And I'd love the opportunity to talk about it with you because this is definitely a, your wheelhouse with the technical side of things. And yeah, so from from a crawling perspective, we, and we all know the things, I guess I'll, I'll start there. We all, all know from a technical side of things of how that funnel works, right? Starts with the crawl you know, rendering and then index. And it's those essential areas that re- obviously reflect everything you just mentioned as far as the keywords, the traffic and everything. So it, it essentially starts there. And one thing for, you know, any enterprise company or any site that's, that's you know, I shouldn't even say large sites because I think this applies to any site um, that's trying to do SEO the right way. You have to have um, obviously a good technical roadmap in place. Um, but most importantly, you need to be looking at the right metrics um, and, and, you know, what you're looking for. And so, you know, for me, what, what I try to do is I, I think looking first at Google uh, crawl report. Um, so Google, I think it was in 2020 that they made this uh, report. Um, I, you guys have a great article on this on your website. I think it was in 2020 they released uh, this crawl stats report. Up until then, you know, the the technical SEO geeks like myself were always fighting for, you know, server log access and things like that, because that was the only way to be able to look at a lot of these metrics. But once they released this report, this gave you the insight of a lot of the things you should be looking at, you know, when it comes to, you know, your crawl stats, crawl requests, average response time. I, I mean, it's it's a robust report that, that gives you a lot of good information. Now, mind you, this is GSC, just like with anything else in, in Google Search Console, the data is limited. I think you have a 90-day window of how you could view it, which I think is a good good sample size. But, you know, if you want to dig deeper, you're going to need to invest in, uh, you know, a more robust tool or if you um, just want to, you know, maybe extract your, your log files and, and work on it manually, uh, that's also an option as well. But there's some great tools out there like Botify, OnCrawl you know, several others that can do this and do this log file analysis where, where you can really get a good idea um, of how your site is performing and, and where you're, you're losing crawl budget, where you're, um, you may see some critical rendering issues, um, where you might see a differentiation between uh, type of bot types, which is a big one. 
um, as far as, you know, maybe mobile bot is successfully crawling your site, but, you know, desktop bot may be struggling. Even though we know like the mobile bot is the primary bot and that's what you should see for, I'd say, 70% of your crawl rate, depending on your site. Google still does use desktop bot to crawl your site. And so if you're if you're looking at this and you're measuring this, you'll be able to see that breakdown. And who knows, maybe there is enough, that could be a sign of a critical issue if you are still seeing a majority desktop bot that's crawling your site. But yes, as far as, you know, some of the metrics that, you know, we like to look at, you know, number one, we, we like to look at just total crawl requests uh, to start off and We'll look at that, see if everything's in range and everything's normal, um, just the way that Google's crawling our site um, and make sure that, you know, there aren't any, you know, huge obvious drop offs because that that's a clear sign that something's going wrong or something's broken or vice versa. There's some big spikes, like long extended spikes that could also be a sign. So you you really want to. And of course, this is different for every site, but you want to make sure you're measuring that and everything was what is within your normal range of crawl activity. Um, another thing we like to look at is average response time. So your average response time is essentially like your page speed version of of how often Google is or, or how how um, yeah, it's just page speed for Google bots, right? I mean, it's 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 how fast is the page coming back? Yeah, exactly. And we, you know, Huckabye obviously cares about this a lot too because we're generating the dynamic rendered version. Yep. Tell our uh, audience a little bit about what you're looking for in that metric. Yeah. Um, so Google has said, you know, your average response time should be around 200 milliseconds. That's what they're saying is normal. Now, mind you, again, this could vary from site to site. Um, I know that's the range that I try to stay within and, and, and look and see. Um, if, you, if you are going above that 200 milliseconds, there could be various things going on. Maybe you have a large part of your website um, let's say you have um, a whole bunch of location pages um, and Google spending a long time there. There could be various reasons why it's taking so long or why Google has spiked above that 200 milliseconds. You know, maybe maybe one of them might be, you know, JavaScript um, issues, which Jeff, you know better than anyone in those type of situations, a dynamic rendering solution could help as far as bringing that average response time down. But yeah, so those from a response time th- uh, side of things, that's that's really what we try to pay attention to. And again, having that marker of okay, we want to stay within this range. If something spikes above that, let's go investigate and see why it's going above that. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges, or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. 
Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Yeah, to summarize, I think that's a really good point. And when people saw metrics on this podcast as the title, they probably weren't thinking these metrics, but I would completely agree with you. This is Google's essentially handshake with your website. And how healthy is that handshake? Is it a good handshake or a bad handshake? You want a good handshake where they're able to access all of your content and they come regularly and they come to every page on the site. And you want to make sure that the pages are loading as fast as possible so that that's a good handshake for them. Elimination of JavaScript using a dynamically rendered version of the site, which is basically a a bot-friendly version of the site that's just cached you know, flat HTML with structured data, obviously is going to, you know, really improve. And I think my my point is you know, 200 milliseconds is fast. You can't find a lot of just straight up websites that are going to respond in 200 milliseconds. So um, having that cached flat HTML dynamically rendered version is important. And um, so you're analyzing these metrics. And have you found over time that improvements in these metrics correlate to overarching SEO success. Meaning if your crawl rates increase, you're getting more pages indexed, Google is finding everything, and you're basically your average response time is 200 milliseconds or below. If you could consistently deliver that over a period of time, what happens to your regular SEO metrics like number of keywords ranking, traffic, revenue, et cetera? Yeah, that's a great, and, and and that is essentially why we do all this work, right? And I think that's the main key, right? Even though we're so high up the funnel when we're talking about that initial phase of, of like what I mentioned, the crawling, the rendering, and the indexing. Yes, those are the essential pieces. But of course, we want to try to influence everything down funnel. And to your point, yes, that's, that's where you will see the most uh, improvement. Um, and, and I have seen it firsthand on, on several several websites. Once you have those key metrics squared away, and, and like you said, you can get pages indexed that may not have been able to be indexed. You can start ranking for keywords that you that you didn't previously have the ability to rank for because of Google struggling to crawl your your page. Then therefore, it's not going to be able to return that page, and you're not going to be able to drive the traffic and the overall conversion that you're essentially looking for. And so it's key to be able to to have all those things in place before you get to the bottom funnel metrics. And I've seen it firsthand. You know, what I love about these metrics what we're talking about is some of the other things can sometimes you can you can lose you can lose people in in the science, right? Like when you're talking to them and what I'm referring to is like your dev team for instance. Even your dev team a lot of times they just want to know like hey, what needs to be fixed and a lot of times, you know, they will say like, hey, you know, what is what is going to come of this? You know, like I'm, I'm spending all, I got a lot of priorities, spend all my time working on this. You know, is there something I can see that's quick that, that makes sense to me that there's going to be a direct improvement on? And so for these metrics, it's great 
because if I'm having a, a crawling or um, an indexing issue, I can show that to my dev and say, look, Google is having a hard time crawling this part of our website. This backs out to this amount of, let's say, for instance, it's leads, uh, conversion KPIs, and you can do the math and back that out and then show them the value of that. But that's where I think it all really ties together. Um, and for them, they're, they're seeing like, oh, wow, okay, this is it's something I really understand from a technical standpoint of like, I see how this is not working for you. Let me let me jump on this. I, and in fact, let me make this a, a, like a higher priority because I know how critical this is to the work you're doing. And so this is the part of, I would say, like technical SEO that I love, especially when I'm working with my dev team. Um, and I can I can show them where the issue is. I can show them, you know, what needs to be fixed. And then I can I can let them know, like, here is what's going to be the outcome after we fix these issues. Yeah, it's a really great point. Again, probably coming into this conversation, most SEOs listening weren't expecting crawl stats and response times to be the metrics that you care about so much. But I completely agree with you. I'd also like to make the point that you know, I just love talking to in-house SEOs. I've never, I've only done in-house SEO. I mean, now we're software that's involved, but we're usually selling to in-house SEOs and in-house SEOs that have a lot of data. And that's you, Shay. <laughs> Not everybody has all the data and you do, and you're leveraging it. And I think uh, hopefully you're inspiring others that are listening to try to get this data because Man, it does make a huge difference if you check these crawl stats boxes and response times and maybe pursue a dynamic rendered version of the site. It just drives all these metrics through the roof and you'll reap the rewards. That's for sure. Okay, that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks to Shay Bordeaux, Senior Manager of SEO at Vivint Smart Home for joining us. In part three of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow, Shay and I are going to discuss data's role in your content strategy. If you can't wait until our next episode and would like to learn more about Shay, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes or visit his company website at vivint.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while listening to this podcast, just head over to VoicesOfSearch.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or SEO questions or apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our show's handle is at Voices of Search on Twitter, or you can find me at Jeff Atkinson, G-E-O-F-F-A-T-K-I-N-S-O-N. 
If you haven't subscribed and want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish a new episode every workday. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be in your feed in the next business day. That's all for today, but until next time, remember the answers are always in the data. Thank you.